Welcome to the North Carolina Fusion for Life podcast, brought to you by Atrium Health, Wake Forest Baptist. Our NC Fusion for Life podcast is focused on highlighting NC Fusion alumni. Since our mission is about creating intentional experiences through sport to positively impact people for life, we want to follow up with our former players and find out how those experiences are still impacting them today. We take time to discuss their sports journey, what they're doing now, and what lessons they've used from their sports journey to help them in the real world. Today, I'll be interviewing Tanner Beeson. We hope you enjoy. Hello. Morning, Tanner. How you doing? Doing fine, thanks. Hope you are. Doing well. It's a little, little earlier over there on the West Coast, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you already have training today? No. No, um, that'll be coming up soon, just after this. All right. Awesome. We'll try not to keep you too long. So um, thanks for being on our podcast today. So, uh, Tanner, love for you to tell um, our families, our membership, a little bit more about your youth soccer journey. Yeah, I, uh, I'm born and raised in Winston, so um, grew up my, my whole life before I went to school there and um, was playing on sort of uh, recreation teams there probably until, until maybe eight or nine before I started playing for the Twin City um, youth soccer group um, at various levels. Uh, and that was up and up through, you know, kind of elementary and middle school. And then in high school, I started playing for the um, Development Academy team um, that that was the North Carolina Fusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then played played at that at that team at a couple different levels through high school before getting recruited to to play soccer in college. Um, and that took me to the West coast way far away at Stanford <laughs> university. Yep. Um, and I spent four and a half years there before I was drafted to play, um, for the San Jose earthquakes, which is where I am now in major league soccer. That's awesome. And tell me, uh, what, what would you say are some of your favorite memories from the, the youth soccer journey? Um, I think just the, the little tournaments, you know, I, I think you forget when you're older, um, what a, what a youth soccer tournament looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're playing three or four games in a day, which isn't something I could be doing now. <laughs> um, and, uh, that the kid body is something that's crazy. You know, you, you're turning it around, your, your parents are way more tired than you are. Yep. And so just, we had some fun groups, um, at, at that age, at that level where we would go to those tournaments in various cities across the state and, uh, just have a blast all weekend playing. That's awesome. That's great. And, uh, any specific tournament that you can recall that was like, yeah, that one had a, a sweet memory. Uh, I know there was one up in um, in Virginia, like the Jefferson. We had a Jefferson Cup tournament that uh, that we went on to win when I was maybe like eleven or twelve. That was uh, we had a, a fun team, and obviously it's fun to win too. So that was yeah. a good one. That's awesome. And obviously, I know you quite well, but um, for our audience, speak to the fact that you kind of, um, I just remember you as a young young player. You were kind of uh, uh, hauled alongside, I guess, with your older brother playing and your dad coaching, and you'd be playing with the older players a lot. How, how did that impact kind of your, your journey? Yeah, I think it made me um, probably 
a little more attentive to um to the people around me like you said i was playing with um my brother who who was bigger than me for a long time um and and his friends and so um i was working with the ball a lot more because mm-hmm. um, i wasn't matching up physically so well um <laughs> but no i mean i think my being around my brother and, and my dad who were both interested in the game and and always always playing that just um just drove my interest and um drove my desire to to work at it um and i always had people around me that that were willing to work with me mm-hmm. um on that and on that part of the game whether that was at at practice or or just uh on our own uh, yeah. on the weekends or whatever yeah that's awesome Tell us about some of the, what would you say are some of the biggest struggles or the hardest things you've gone through? Um, I think um, I've had periods where um, I'm not playing. You know, when I first got to college, I think there was an adjustment period for me um, on the soccer front and the physical front and all that. Um, You know, you're adjusting to so many different new things in your life. And so um, it took me a little bit to sort of get going and get comfortable um, when I first got out there. And uh, fortunately I had uh, a great support system back home, but also um, a great sort of new family uh, within the locker room there. And I think just, uh, just trying to rely on the confidence and, and trust that, that I was there for a reason and that, um, you know, I was good enough to be there and then sort of just, falling back on the the sort of work rate and um the mentality of of finding confidence through working at it um and building your own confidence through practice um because you know confidence i think is a a product of of having successfully done an action a bunch of times Mm and and i think building that confidence in an environment um that was all about sort of that blue collar mentality of working at it was, uh, was really, really productive for me in the long term. That's great. It seems like, uh, it was a great fit for you there at Stanford from that respect as well. Like hard, hard working group of players, um, hard nosed coach. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I think that's a big piece of the, the college selection process, uh, for people that are wanting to do that is finding something that's a fit for you. You know, I mean, first of all, the education piece is that's such a big opportunity, um, to be able to get a college education, but, but, um, also just the fit of the athletic environment in addition to the academic environment and the this coaching staff in the locker room, the people that'll be your, your teammates, your friends. Um, and, and I was fortunate enough to be in just an awesome, awesome fit for me. That's great. That's awesome. So talk to us now kind of about, life in major league soccer um playing for san jose what's that like what's the what's the daily daily schedule monthly schedule um all of that yeah so we um we play pretty much every week sometimes with a midweek game but uh roughly every week on the weekend um so the 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 schedule goes from about uh, March until till late October. Um, so the preseason period is six or seven weeks at the beginning of the year. And then, then you start getting into the weekly 
sort of game routine. And so, like I said, I'm about to head into practice. Um, we're in an international window, so there's no, we have a, a friendly this weekend, um, which we'll be kind of starting to prepare for today. Um, so you, you've got training every morning. Um, and my, my day obviously centers around that. Try to get in early, eat, and then um, sort of get myself physically ready to train. Uh, oftentimes there's video or, or meetings prior to training, and then we've got the, the training process and gym stuff and sort of your post-training work where you're taking care of yourself, trying to get stronger and, and ready for the weekend. Um, and that's kind of what I do every day. In the afternoons, I have a little bit of time to myself to, to do other things. Um, but each week you're sort of, um, you're living in sort of a weekly cycle where you're preparing for the next game mm -hmm. and the next week, whether that's, that includes travel or maybe it's home, um, all toward trying to collect points, um, and make it into the playoffs, which is, which is coming up soon. Yeah. So I was going to ask that. So we're filming or recording right now on October 12th season is, is coming to an end this month, hopefully not for you guys. So right now, eighth seed, is that correct in the West? Yes, so, that is correct. So what is the, uh, what's obviously win out, but uh, what are, what's the outlook right now? How many more games? Um, how, what are the kind of overall feelings on chances of, of making it in? Yeah, so we've got we've just got one more game. Um, like I said, this weekend's a, just a friendly, and then the following weekend is um, decision day, and uh, so yeah, everyone plays, or at least within your conference, plays simultaneously, yep. and um, we'll play at home against Austin, and a win, and we're we are in for sure. So that'll be the objective going yep. into the day um, is just win, and you're in. Um, which is an exciting position to be in. To Absolutely. Have something to play for. So how, and how um, of the year you've been there? How many years now? Three. This is my fourth year. Fourth year, year. and how so how many times uh, have you guys been in the playoffs during your time? Uh, one of the previous three. Okay, so this will be big. This will be big to yeah. be there. And so if uh, um, if you guys, sorry, when you guys win the last game, do you have a chance to move up from eighth to into seventh or sixth? We do, yeah. That's we could good. probably get into seventh, uh, depending on on other results. Great. So that would that would be awesome as well to uh, to bypass the play in. But um, yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, congrats on that. Wish you all the luck, all the best luck in that. And and does it look like you'll be um, in the starting lineup? We'll see. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully I'm on the field, but we'll uh, we'll see. Okay. Closer to the game. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's uh, change gears a little bit. Um, really appreciate your contribution to our book that we've um, partnered with working with parents in sport on the book called Sports Performance Parenting. Um, for those who haven't read the book or gotten it yet, you can get it on our website, ncfusion.org. But Tanner is um, has a little uh, space, kind of a testimony of his experience specifically with uh, the relationship with his parents. So just kind of as an overview, Tanner, uh, tell us about kind of how your parents were during um, your kind of youth soccer journey. Yeah, they, they were just, um, I think I would describe them as supportive and involved in a, in a, in a very supportive way. My dad was 
probably more hands-on and that he was he was coaching um, teams or quite often out there on the field with me on the weekends just um, working with me and if, if ever I wanted to play he was willing to take me over to the high school and start kicking balls um, and my dad or my mom rather was was really just um, as, as she is with everything just super supportive um, always a games and so I would just kind of say that they were they were always there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was look if I was playing, I could look over and see that they were there. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you have a great soccer and sports family. Actually, ironically, uh, ran into your sister at Orange Theory the other day, so she was kick, <laughs> she was kicking my butt. So um, it was good to see her. Um, so I guess um, so. What what would what will life look like after soccer? Not to say it's anytime soon for you or anything, but what um, what do you kind of foresee? life after MLS or anything like that looking like for you? Yeah. I mean, uh, of course I hope to play for a little while longer, but, but I don't know, I don't know how long that'll be. Um, that's sort of the, the state of the business, um, at the professional level. So, you know, I finished, finished my degree at Stanford. Um, I studied management science and engineering, which is, uh, sort of a complex way of, uh, talking about, kind of um decision analysis and finance um that's my my studies background um and i would love to to i think in this moment find an opportunity where i could pair that with um if that could pair with something in the athletic world the sports world that Mm -hmm. would be a a pretty cool um fit for me and um so at the moment i don't know um you just try to kind of cultivate i'm in a pretty cool part of the world to try to cultivate relationships and, um, um, sort of network and, and find, find potential avenues for the future. Um, and and then, you know, work aside, I'd, I'd obviously like to, to be closer to home in the future. So, so that's something like with that too. That's great. And you've got a, a big life change coming up, um, getting married. Yes, that's, that's correct. (laughs) That's awesome. And, and your future wife is a uh, former college athlete as well, right? Oh, yeah. Standout swimmer for, for uh, Stanford as well. So Amazing. Imagine the genes in that future family. My goodness, going to be just crushing it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, so last, last question as we kind of wrap things up. So what would you say or maybe are some of the key lessons that you you could you've taken from your youth soccer journey into your now professional um kind of kind of real world life that that you think is really important yeah i i think um just trying to to find something that you you love to do i i i like what i do now and i think it's something i've been able to um to have success with, but from the, the sort of foundation that I really enjoy doing it. Um, so I think for me, that was soccer and hopefully for a lot of people it is, but, um, that's not necessarily the, the end all be all. And so I think my, my journey was like trying to improve and develop, but it was always from just loving it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I always, I always wanted to be out there, uh, on the field. I always wanted to be working at it, doing extra little things. Um, and so I think that sort of 
industrious um, work rate kind of principle was was huge for me. Um, and then I think finding environments, whether that's uh, sport or academic, um, finding environments that help you grow. Mm. Um, so uh, I, I think there's just few things more more pivotal than um a really really high performance environment in whatever you want whatever you want to challenge yourself with um and that's that's what i found i think at stanford that really accelerated my my growth and and allowed me to to be where i am today that's awesome man that's really good it's good to hear about gotta love it if you don't love it, it's kind of hard to keep going, but also you got to put the work in, which is, um, that's life, right? So that's a, it's a fantastic lesson. Well, Tanner, man, thanks so much for, uh, for being on our podcast and wish you all the best and, uh, really proud of you, man. And, uh, we'll be in touch. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much. All right. We'll see you. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you for listening to the NC Fusion for Life podcast sponsored by Atrium Health, Wake Forest Baptist. It would mean a lot to us if you would subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and share with others. You can also engage with us on the social media platforms of Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We hope you have enjoyed today's podcast, and we hope that it helps to forward our mission to create intentional experiences through sport to positively impact people for life. Go Fusion.